be afraid. Be very What is up and welcome to another episode of Horror for Dummies. We are the podcast that comes to you every week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. This week's lesson is The Fly. But before we do any of that, my name is Tim and let me introduce you to the dummy himself. His name is Daniel Kalouf. Dude. Welcome back. Hey, man. I like that I'm little. You, <laughs> yeah. In this podcasting world, you are. I'm and you're also a dummy. I'm you know a small that's not dummy. true, but... Well, yeah, you're a small dummy. keep putting their hands up my butt and make my mouth move, so... <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, man. Before we start any of that, this Horror for Dummies podcast is a weekly show that comes out every Monday. We can be found on Apple Podcast, Podbean, and Spotify. And if you think we deserve it, just please give us... just on the floor if you're lucky. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If you, think, if you think we deserve it, please give us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much with the growth of the show, and it will, um, and it will do us wonders. Uh, also, if you, uh, if you do it... I've just decided this, like, yesterday. Okay. If you do give us a review... Yes. Uh, you will be in the running to win a Horror for Dummies pack. I hate running. <laughs> so do I. We have that in common. Yep. <laughs> uh, but that will be drawn on a later date, which I've decided is May 1st. What's in the pack? So, or is it like a secret pack that we don't know about? Well, okay. I'm going to start like unveiling what's in the pack as I start buying segments. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to... There's going to be a Blu-ray in there. Yeah. I don't know what movie. Yet. Okay. Okay. I want something that's like chock full of special features and like... Because I was thinking Train to Busan. Ooh. Because it's like my favorite movie of the decade. That's a good but movie. But then, like, it's the best movie. But then it's got like no special features on the Blu-ray. I'm like, well, that's fucking shit. And, I mean, and it's on Netflix. S- sometimes it doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I want a full deluxe. What about when it goes away from Netflix? It's still a good, still a good that's deal. True. That's also, they're true. not paying for it, so they can shut up. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, but yeah, hey, if you want to go into the running to win this awesome, cool pack that I haven't yet got, but it will soon, uh, please give us a written review on Apple Podcasts, um, and we will read it out. Uh, uh, and also for you international listeners, mm-hmm. apparently something happens where we are in Australia. We are an Australian podcast. Yeah. Um, so if you're international, we may not see the reviews. So if you could please screenshot it. Uh, and send it to us via message or or just put it on the Facebook page, whatever. Yeah. Um, then we'll be we'll be able to see it, and you'll be in the runnings. Show the so. receipts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, before we continue on to anything else, yeah. I just need to take a second to talk about two things. Two things that people have have taken their time out of their day okay. and messaged me. Uh, one about obviously about the Australian fires that have yes. happened here. Um, as I said before, we are in Australia. We are in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And if you have 
not heard. I've been living under a rock. We have been having some pretty severe fires. Maybe you're like hiding from the fires under a rock. <laughs> uh, but I've, uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've had a few people message me and ask if we're okay. And that has been really cool to have nice people. nice of them. I know. It, it's not every day that people worry about me. I mean, I never, ever get people worrying about me. Also, you probably people- smell the burnt chicken if you caught on fire, so... Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. Um, uh, but yes, the fires, for me personally, the fires got to about an hour and a half away from me. Oh, legit? Are you yeah. like in a fire danger zone? No, not really. Okay. Like, it, okay, if the fires got to us, we'd be kind of like uh, pretty fucked because we'd be surrounded by fires. But they couldn't really... because. The way it happens, oh, the fires come down the gully, yeah, and it's kind of trapped us there. We can't really escape, but it can't really get in closer because we're all there's no real bushland. Yeah, around. okay, yeah, like I'm fine. Yeah, I'm so in you're like in the middle of the city, sort of. Yeah, but did you get massive amounts of smoke and fog and everything? Oh hell yeah, yeah. So that's the biggest thing that happened to us. We got big amounts of smoke, and it was hard. To breathe at times, yeah. My um, um so my asthma kicked up a little bit, <laughs> dude. Do you know what? What was funny? I've quit smoking like three months ago. I quit smoking too. Oh yay! Twin teeth. Um, um, how do we do that? I just pretend. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm still, I'm still getting. I don't know about you. I'm still getting cravings mass- massively. Um, but because of these, the smoke in the air. I haven't had cravings for like th- <laughs> a month. You're like, that'll so, do. I'm just yeah. smelling all the <laughs> charred corpses of dead uh, yes. Australian wildlife. <laughs> That's really <laughs> given me my fix. Um, so yeah, it's kind of still like I'm smoking. I'm just saving a lot of money. So yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> so um, much money. But yeah. so expensive. Anyway. Yeah, fucking oath they are. Mm. But yeah, thank you to everyone who's reached out and asked if we were okay. Yeah. Um, it, that's really nice of you. Uh, the second thing I want to mention is... Oh, and if you want, and if you care, um, you can always donate to the Red Cross Fire Appeal. Um, a good organization if you want to like spare some dollars and help out. Yeah. Yeah. And give us money. Um, <laughs> the other thing... <laughs> the other th- We'll definitely give it to the Red Cross. <clears throat> yeah. The other thing I want to mention is uh, a bit of personal news, uh, and this comes from my wife. I thought it comes from your dick. It, yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm having a baby, is what the other <laughs> news is. And I wouldn't usually say this on the air, because no one really cares about my personal life. I certainly don't. Um, but I know. <laughs> Fuck. But um, a few people have reached out and said congratulations, so... Thank you very much for your kind words. We appreciate everyone. Um, and the the wife is going through some um, changes of the angry kind. <laughs> oh, child making is, uh, is a fun time. The activity sure. is fun, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah, the activity is fun. I mean, I lasted 40 seconds, but yeah. It's really, because I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> so I wouldn't know what it's like. Why do you make the funniest jokes when I have a mouthful of water? I don't know. Does it feel like warm apple pie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of this bullshit. Dude, 
We are. You just said your unborn child was bullshit, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, true. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, We are. We are reviewing the fly here. No more jibber jabber. We're going to be reviewing the fly. Also, we're going to be. We're going to be kind of bringing back the the bits and pieces of horror for dummies as you know it. This is now the the new. Uh, the new era of Horror for Dummies. We have a new dummy, we have a new logo, we have a new intro music. Uh, it's Everything's kicking ass and sounding good. Yeah, so man. we are we are going to be doing a few things differently here, but it's still kind of the same show in a few different ways. So yeah. you'll hear it. A little We're going to be doing... Old stuff coming back, a little bit of new stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah maybe just even some, some changes from here, but we'll, we'll see what happens. That's it. That's it. Uh, so we're going to be re- talking about the fly. We're also going to be. We, we both had a chance to watch the original fly from 1958. Help so. me! Help <laughs> me! <laughs> oh man, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> but um, before we do any of that, why don't we just jump straight into what's new in horror with the horror phenomenon's breaking news? Yeah. This is horror phenomenon's breaking news. Alright, welcome to Horror Phenomenon's Breaking News. I've got a few little things in here and there. The first little news is... One little thing Skybound... in your pants. No, that's, that's big news. Shut up. <laughs> Skybound Micro Games news. releases... Shut up! <laughs> Skybound Games releases all four seasons of Telltale's The Walking Dead to Switch and Stream. I know, I kind of bought them. Oh, did you? Yeah, I've already played I was, them, but I just wanted them again. So, have you played all four seasons? I haven't. I haven't finished the new one. Okay. Um, but I've played the other ones. Yeah. I okay. I think I got up to season three. Did you? All right. I mean, it's probably spoilers, but did you cry at the end of the first game? I really. I th- oh man. I bawled. I was I so think sad. So. I think so. That's when um, Clementine does the thing, and then. You're no longer. The, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was a bit heartbreaking, but fuck, man, the, the writing in those stories is so good. Yeah, they're they're really good games. Um, um but yeah, it's cool, and it's um, it's surprising because uh, they went bankrupt. They fucking shut the studio down, pretty much. That's right. Like I forgot they, about that. They and fucking then, fired everybody. Um, and like, they they are telltale. Yeah. They left a bunch of people without pay. They just sacked them and they oh, never paid wow. them. Really? Yeah. So all those people got picked up by other companies and I'm sure some just like didn't work ever again, but um, it's weird. But Skybound is uh, a Walking Dead cunt. Um, what's his name? He does Invisible. Uh, not Invisible. Uh, invincible. Um, uh, the guy who does Walking Dead. Um, like the main okay. creator guy. Uh, I'm drawing a blank I, right now. I cannot, um, I cannot think not, of it, but not anyway, Nicotero. um, <laughs> anyway, um, it's Skybound is his company. Um, oh, okay. So how, how the comics work is mm-hmm. with image comics, everybody owns their own stuff. Right. So, Skybound is Robert Kirkman. That's it, yep. So, Skybound is Robert Kirkman's company. So, he bought all of the games back off Telltale 
Ah, and okay. he ended up funding uh, the rest of um, the final season uh, so they could finish it. And right. that's why uh, the Walking Dead games are still around. But they're, they're supposed to be putting other games into production. Like, I think there's a Wolf Among Us 2 coming out, um, which should be good. Um, Is that good, Wolf Among Us? Yeah, it's basically a spin on, like, grim fairy tales and stuff. Okay. It's, it's really cool. I really, like, play the first one. It's really good. Um, yeah, okay. Because oh, I like yeah. the Telltale game style. Mm. Sorry, you touched on games and I just fucking went off. <laughs> no, no, you're right, man. I know you're big into that, so... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I love those games. They're totally worth picking up. And like on the Switch, yeah. on the go, like, be great. I don't have a Switch or a Go, whatever they're called. I have a PS4. So. I don't know. I mean, like uh, having the Switch to be able to like take it portably. Yeah, okay. like, and yeah, then just like saying. knock out an episode, like, um, yeah, just hanging out on the couch or whatever, or, or on your lunch break or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, true, true. That would be fun. I need to get back into that game because I real I was really invested in the uh, Walking Dead Telltale games. I need to finish the. Um, comics. I forgot the comics of the Walking Dead. Yeah, I think they have. The last one came out not long ago. Yeah, but I need to finish them. Need to oh, finish sorry, them. sorry. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're saying. I yeah, I, I never started the comics, and I kind of always thought maybe I should, but I don't know. I think it's too late now. There's this, there's this. a lot, and you've got a lot to do anyway. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. And plus, I'm watching Walking Dead. I haven't watched this new season of Walking Dead at all yet. I kind of gave up on the show, to be real. I think most people did. <laughs> There's only a handful of people that stuck with the show. It's also too hard to find. Yes, like, especially yeah, in Australia. To watch yeah. legally. Um, yeah, you need cable. Yeah. And that's pricey. Nah, fuck that shit. Um, and also on top of that, The Walking Dead have now got another spin-off. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got two, two spinoffs in the main show. Okay. So yeah, are there, it's just a, are there spinoffs still got that, that, uh, was it fear? Fear the walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's still going. Okay. Uh, I tried, I tried that. I got like to like halfway through season one and I don't know. It just, I kind of bowed out. I was just getting a bit bored. I think I was oversaturated with the walking dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and now they've got this new one coming out, and I can't I can't remember the name of it, but... It is yeah, that's, called that's, Walking Dead World Beyond. That's it, yeah. It sounds intriguing. I'll give it that. But... Uh, What's the premise? Uh, I don't know exactly too much, but basically just the world um, beyond Rick and the gang. Um, and fear, like so, fear is like the prequel of how everything started. Uh, the the main show is just following Rick and and his gang of cool kids. Isn't didn't he leave the show? Rick, yeah. Like I don't want to spoil what happened because I don't know what happened. But it didn't happened. Andrew a long Lincoln leave. Yes, yes, he left. He left. But what the plan is, um, we're going on a big walk into tension here. Sorry. What the plan is? <laughs> no, it's cool. Uh, they're planning on making movies. Oh. That involve what happened to Rick. Because the way he was written out of the show, it, no one really knows what happened. Okay. You know? Right. He was basically taken away in a helicopter. And that was it. No one knows where, no one knows why, or anything like that. But the plan is they were going to do three movies. 
And apparently these these movies were going to come out last year, but obviously didn't. That didn't uh, happen. And we've heard uh, there's no news at all about what's happening. Yeah, like on here it just says AMC announced plans to do it. Yeah, yeah, but that that's it. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think like if they're going to tell the Rick story of what happened, it's a little too late now yeah. because they've gone like the story. Uh, on the TV show is like years in front of that. What's Carl doing? How many eyes does he have? Uh, I don't really want to say. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Carl, do you really want to know? Oh shit, I just read. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big spoiler. Uh, What happened happened to him was really bad writing and almost made me quit the whole show. Oh, he got Game of Thrones? Uh, I, I... don't know what that means, but yes. Bad writing in the last season. Anyway. Just where uh, yeah, pretty much. Something dumb happens, like, and they do something completely out of character. It's like, who the fuck? What? No, it's not... That, it's, never okay, never spoil, mind. Uh, okay. okay, I'll tell you off, I'll tell you off there. I just want to spoil it. Even though no people know that what happened to the character of Carl, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Okay, no yeah. more Walking Dead. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Maybe we can do Sorry. a Walking Dead retrospective. I'm going to make you watch all 10 seasons. I'll do it. (laughs) Really? Yeah, why not? (laughs) I'd feel bad making you do that. Nothing going on in my life. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next story. Three more killer clowns from outer space, pop vinyl toys coming from Funko. Nice. Um, Do you you collect Funko Pops? I don't collect them. I have some. Yeah. I, I made it kind of a rule for myself. Um, to never buy them because uh, of my ad- addictive purchasing <laughs> habits. Yeah, I can see that you would go nuts with these. <laughs> like, for example, uh, I've got like just fucking almost all of the Amiibos, which are like Nintendo's little statue things. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> um, and I can't help myself. Like, I don't even use them or display them or anything, but every time a new one comes out, I'm just like, add to cart. <laughs> Why don't you display them at least? I need to. I don't. I don't have anywhere to display them at the moment, but I will one day. But oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but because I know what I'm like. Um, yeah, and how collectory I am. If I start buying them, I won't stop buying them. So I just yeah banned myself from Funkos. <laughs> but I have some. I, I, like I've got a little Gohan one in front of me now, which is super and- horror. <laughs> and obviously your Jeff Goldblum one And my Jeff Goldblum one And I've yeah. got some Ninja Turtle ones And a couple Batman ones So the thing with you Is you would go nuts on these Because you like everything Where yeah. I'm kind of strictly I'm kind of strictly horror So that's, like I would never buy a Spider-Man pop See that's my problem Like I'd be like yeah. Oh cool I have a Spider-Man one I think I need to get all the rest of the Spider-Man ones Ah, uh, okay. And then yeah, be like, I, oh, okay, well, I've got all the Spider-Man ones now. I guess I should get all the Spider-Man villains. And then I should get all the... And it, it'll just escalate. That's uh, that's a rule I made for myself. Like, for example, It, the uh, Pennywise Funko Pops. Yeah. There's like 20 different versions of Pennywise. Yeah, dude. But I'm only allowed to get one. Okay. One okay. of each. Like, So I've got, I've got two. I've got two, one from the 1990 miniseries and one from the new one. And that's all I'm allowed to get. Okay. Um, and I'm and I'm only allowed to get, like, a limited amount. 
Um, so there's other fun, there's other horror Funko Pops out there, but I won't get them. For example, Annabelle, I won't bother getting her. So are you going to pick up these uh, these ones here? The, uh, look, man, I'm looking at the picture right now, and I've got to say they look fucking awesome. They really do. Um, there already is a Killer Clowns Funko Pop out that I've seen, and I was so close to getting it, mm. um, but I but I didn't because I kind of like um, controlled myself. You can get but them from ones, Sanity. Yeah, that's where I found it. <laughs> <laughs> but these ones look really good. But then once again, there's three of them. I'm only allowed to get one. Oh. So, yeah. The, the funny thing is Funkman Funko has gone crazy with new pops. Have you heard what they've done? No. What? what? So they've done American Psycho. They've got three American Psycho pops coming out. Nice. They've got uh, Slipknot ones coming out. Oh, I saw those and the Slayer ones and shit. Yeah, Slayer and uh, Papa Emeritus from Ghost. Oh, oh damn um, it. <laughs> God damn. So this is why I can't even, like, I need yeah. to ban myself. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I need that. I need that. <laughs> like, I the have to get that. The, <laughs> the Slipknot ones would be really cool. But the problem is they're doing, like, new Slipknot. And it's like, the Tom Savini f- mask that Corey wears, and I'm not a fan of it. I feel like it's only a matter of time before they release them album by album. I, I don't know why they haven't, honestly. Because they like, need to release these things in waves so the collectors can collect them. That's true. If they release them all at once, uh, it's it's yeah. too much to ask of regular customers. I mean, there's people that are going to buy every single Funko Pop that comes out. Um, yeah, but they they also want to get the casual audience. So releasing things in waves and building up a bit of hype between like uh, between those waves is essential for getting like more sales. Yeah, but, I get what you're saying. It's it's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I must also have to mention that they've got uh, Funko Pops for the craft coming out soon. Like that old they got, fucking, um... Uh, I believe so, because there apparently is a remake coming out. Ah, uh, yes, it is the old one. For Rizzo Bulk and Nev Campbell and all that stuff. Okay, I never I never watched that. I always wanted oh, to. Oh, you never seen The Craft? No, I never. Um, always wanted wow. to. But, yeah. Was it worth it? I I, th- I think you'd enjoy it, yeah. I, I only watched it for the first time, like, two years ago. And that was only mm-hmm. because Jell likes it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I like Feruza Bulk. Okay. You know who Feruza, you know who Feruza Bulk is, don't you? No. She's Vicky Valancourt from The Waterboy. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, Her, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's fucking crazy, and it turns me on. She was in everything in, like, the 90s. Yeah, pretty much. And then just, like, American disappeared. She's now, like, a fucking rando TV actress. True, but she's still hot. I am, not saying not hot. Crazy chick way. Yeah, she's got, like, <laughs> crazy eyes. It's super great. She, yeah, she does. Uh, also, they've got new Funko Pops for Creep Show coming out soon. That's the Creep Show that, uh, the TV show that just hit us recently. I have never, I um, don't even know what that is. You've never seen Creep Show, and I know that's crazy to me. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, it's like an anthology. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we will do Creep Show sooner or later. Okay. Don't you worry, sir. I'm not worried. All right, uh, yeah, so 
That's uh, a lot of Funko Pops coming out soon. Sweet. Well, All right. you know, if you like your Funko Pops, sorry about your wallet. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. All right, third story. Isa Lopez directing Book of Souls and developing a supernatural folklore film with Guillermo del Toro. Have you, um, you don't know the director, um, Isa Lopez? Mm-mm. Have you heard of a movie called Tigers Are Not Afraid? No. Okay. It's a Spanish film uh, that would probably interest you. Uh, See? Very much in the reins of... Uh, <laughs> very much in the reins of Guillermo del Toro. Oh, he's bueno. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, Guillermo, uh, but um, Tiger's Not Afraid is... It's a rough watch, man. I'm not going to lie to you. And it made me made me cry a few times. And oh. I don't really want to rewatch it. <laughs> okay. But I feel... I feel like you'll enjoy it. Well, I got my little but, notebook here. So what's it called again? <laughs> Tigers are not afraid. Tigers are not afraid. Okay, dokie. Yes. But yeah, she's got a new uh, film coming out, which is called Book of Souls. Or it's uh, from from a uh, short story called Book of Souls. And the the writing, the, the story is, the film is set in a world in which some babies are born without souls, and a young expectant mother is sent to an unusual wellness center in the desert with the hopes that it will improve her chances of delivering a healthy baby. It sounds like another fucking tearjerker straight up. Um, well, I find if you want to deliver a healthy baby, you just like nab an already born one and then just chuck it in the mailbox. <laughs> you don't know anything about babies. <laughs> I know they bounce. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, the nightingale. Uh, but, um, Lopez, the director, she's currently in development on a supernatural folklore film that Guillermo del Toro will produce because apparently del Toro was a big fan of Tigers and Not Afraid. So he wants to... Is that one of the trailers I watched? No. Okay. No, this came out last year. No. But apparently this new film with Guillermo del Toro is basically along the lines of a werewolf Western film. (laughs) All right, my dick. That sounds great. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking hard. That sounds so cool. Yeah, I'm there for um, it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll see about that. All right, dude, last story. We've got to cut this short because we're running a bit long. The last Sorry. story is... Oh, man. <laughs> new trailer and posters revealed for Scott Patrick's new movie called Ouija Shark. What, a Ouija shark? Like like a Ouija we- board? Yes. Mixed with but a shark. But a shark. Yes. Guess <laughs> what the tagline is? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't think. What? We're going to need a bigger board. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, okay, I watched the trailer on this and... <laughs> If you, if you like movies like, um, Shark Exorcist or any of these dumb fucking CGI crap fest movies involving a shark, then I'm going to guess that this is up your alley. Um, I'm, I'm a big shark movie fan, but in saying that I'm not that big of a shark movie fan. (laughs) I Uh, I don't fuck with this. Huh? This looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fuck with the CGI shark films like Three-Headed Shark Attack, um, Shark the Puss and all that stuff. I don't fuck with those films. 
Um, but if you are in the mood for a dumb shark film, then Ouija Shark, Ouija Shark, whatever you want to call it, is coming out soon. So have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a toy. <laughs> Should we review Ouija Shark? I mean, I'd reveal it, but like, it's just going to be us shitting on it. Yeah, you're, you're probably right, yeah. I mean, which could uh, be fun. That's... God. we got to watch Velocipasta first. <laughs> what is that? A Velociraptor. Uh, a, a pasta? Like, um, a religious pasta? You know what I'm saying? Oh, about? like, Michel. Yeah, it turns okay, into yeah. a Velociraptor. Yeah. So not a raptor who's a spaghetti's. No, no. <laughs> okay. No, that would also be weird, but this is also really strange. Velocipasta. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's it for Horror Nummies Breaking News. Uh, why don't we jump into whatever we're doing next? <laughs> and now for our feature presentation. I think you're making a mistake. I think you really want to talk to me. Sorry, I have three other interviews to do before this party's over. Yeah, but they're not working on something that'll change the world as we know it. They say they are. Yeah, but they're lying. There is a limit, even to the imagination. Human teleportation, molecular decimation, breakdown, and reformation is inherently purging. Where our greatest creations meet our deepest fears. Something went wrong, Seth. When you went through, something went wrong. You are about to go beyond that limit. Those weird hairs that were growing out of your back, I had them analyzed. But they were definitely not human. If you saw how scared and angry and desperate he is... I'm sure Typhoid Mary was a very nice person, too, when you saw her socially. No! You're afraid to be destroyed and recreated, aren't you? You're changing, Seth. Everything about you is changing. Oh, no. What's happening to me? Am I dying? I want to know what's going on. What does the disease want? It wants to turn me into something else. Oh, no. A fly. Got into the transmitter pod with me that first time when I was alone. Don't go back to it. Could be contagious. Uh, I'm afraid! Don't be afraid! No. Be afraid. Be very afraid. From the year 1986, we are talking about The Fly. The David Cronenberg Fly, not the original Fly. We'll talk about that, like, kind of, but we're more focusing on the remake of The Fly. Luffy, you have never, ever seen The Fly, have you? I ain't never, ever, ever seen The Fly, uh, which is surprising, because I enjoy Cronenberg, and I enjoy some Goldblum. Yeah, you are you're a bit of a Cronen uh sorry, a Goldblum fan, aren't you? Yeah, totally, man. I got that little um I don't know if we talked about it last week, but uh the, the little the Jeff Funko Goldblum pop. sexy little sexy Jeff Goldblum funk Funko Pop. So 
just to the listeners, give it, give a, uh, give a, a, a image, a mental image of what that Funko Pop is. Oh, like when he's like lying down on the the medical table in Jurassic Park with his shirt open, looking all fucking hot and shit. <laughs> My life's gonna find a way onto his chest. So, <laughs> so question: Do you actually like? Jeff Goldblum as an actor, like enjoy him, or I, I think he just plays Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, like <laughs> I, it's he's like a weird nerdy uncle. He yes, he is. Um, like, Definitely, he gives me like Jack Black vibes, where it's like Jack Black is just playing different shades of Jack Black, whereas <laughs> like Goldblum is just just different shades of Goldblum. Yeah. He's either like playing up his like (laughs) weirdness or he's like trying to tone it down and be more serious, but it's always just the same dude. (laughs) I I actually really like Goldblum. Do you know who fucking loves Jeff Goldblum? Whom? My mum. Really? She thinks, yeah, she thinks he's the sexiest actor alive and would give a sec, give anything to suck his dick. Even like Fly Goldblum? Uh, I, I don't. I know. I don't know if she's. I'm sure she's seen this movie. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll get into it in a second. Anyway, okay. all right. So the fly from 1986. Mm-hmm. This comes in at a 7.5 out of 10, and has a runtime of one hour and 36 minutes. And I will tell you right now that that runtime flies by. No pun intended. Okay. Uh. <laughs> fuck, I'm good. All right. This. <laughs> <laughs> You just look right. fuck that landed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all laughing at home. I fucking I stayed up all night writing that joke and you didn't even laugh. I'm sorry. No, I I wrote it. I wrote it you, as like a, 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 a note. That was no, I didn't I, No, I didn't write it as a joke. I wrote it yeah. and then looked at it I'm like, oh, that's funny. I did a funny. <laughs> fuck I'm pathetic. Anyway, this stars Jeff Goldblum as Seth Brundle. Mm-hmm. We all know who Jeff Goldblum is. Yes. The dude from Jurassic Park. Uh, can you name me another movie he's been in? Uh, Jurassic Thor Park. Ragnarok? Okay, I haven't seen that yet. Um, God, who, yeah, pretty sure he's in that Cats and Dogs movie. Yes, that's the other one I was thinking <laughs> of. And such a bad movie. It, uh, see, Julissa loves that movie. Oh, okay. And she always puts it on for the kids. Nah. No, I can't. Uh, I know, right? Um, this also stars Gina Davis <gasps> from Pirates as pi- Pirates of the Caribbean. Was that a Pirates movie? Um, shit. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the porno. What are you talking about? Oh, she was in some fucking pirate movie that bombed hard. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to it. But anyway, her, okay. Here's the thing on on IMDb. Cutthroat Island. It says, what is it? Cutthroat Island. Never heard of that. Yeah, it's fine. No one, no okay. one remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing: on IMDb, her character's name s- says Veronica Quaif. Quaif. <laughs> That's yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> is it Quaif? It's Quaif. Did they even it's mention Quaif, what her? Yeah. Um, I it, don't. I think maybe at one point, but it was really brief. It's fucking annoying because. Her name's kind of hard to pronounce, and this next guy, who John gets, mm. uh, who plays Stathis Boran. Oh, the Beardman. Yes. Why, why do these people have fucking 
big annoying names that I can't pronounce. Because it's Cronenberg, and I think he just likes them. Probably. He yeah. just likes stuff. He probably thought in 1986, hey, some dickhead's going to review this movie, and it's going to be funny to hear him pronounce these names yeah. right. It's exactly what he's He doing. sounds like... <laughs> Stathis Boran sounds like he's from fucking Game of Thrones or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Make my life hard. Um, Alright. It also starts... Well, it also has a... Uh, a I was going to say cameo, but it's not even a cameo. She's like... I don't know. Um, Joy Bushel, who played Tawny. Um, That was the girl that he took home from the bar. Jeff Goldblum took home from the bar. Yeah, okay. The only reason I'm mentioning her is because... That part in the movie, I was really, really struggling to decide whether she's hot or not. So, I'm going to give it to you. Um... I think she was. She had that that drug dealer junkie look on her face. Yeah, like I don't know. I I I didn't think um oh, she's not that cute. But uh I wasn't like overly <laughs> I mean she had some tits on her. Yeah, we she didn't had see tits. them. But almost. Yeah. Anyway. Um She usually the trade off. Sometimes you okay. get like weird gross stuff but you don't get tits. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Um, Alright, this is directed by, as we said before, David Cronenberg, who has done things like The Dead Zone, Videodrome, Scanners, Rabid. Um, he's done. He's basically the king of body horror. And mm. if you don't know what body horror is, we'll explain it in a second. But a little fact about David Cronenberg. He has turned down directing jobs for such movies as Return of the Jedi. Really? Robocop. Mm. And oh. Top Gun. Um, yeah, I've, I can't imagine him doing a Top Gun. Yeah, neither can I, but he was offered it. Wouldn't you think, like, fuck, that's big money? I I don't know. Like, judging from his movies, it sounds like he does whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Because he's always, like, directing and writing and all that shit, right? Yeah. So it's well, like, I feel like on those other movies, he would have had to give up a lot of creative control. That's true. So maybe that's why he didn't take it. I mean, he hasn't done anything since 2014. Maybe he doesn't want to. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's probably loaded, so... Yeah. Um, But, yes. All right, so, what is the story of The Fly? If you don't know what The the Fly is... Yeah. um, By by IMDb, Mm. the plot is... A brilliant but eccentric scientist begins to transform into a giant man-fly hybrid after one of his experiments goes horribly wrong. That's, yeah, pretty much the gist of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, so since this is your first time watching The Fly, what are your thoughts? Were you a fan? Were you not a fan? Um, Um, Can I I predict? Can I predict what you're going to say? Go on. I think that you love this film. I do after a certain point. Okay. It just, like, I know you said it flew past and shit. Yeah. And the main reason mm-hmm. I didn't laugh at that, because I didn't feel that way. <laughs> I thought I really? thought the start was really long. Really? Okay. Yeah. I just, I didn't think there was much happening there. <laughs> wow, okay. Wow. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, it didn't really get good for me until, like, some fly shit was happening and then I kind of wish there was less I wanted to know more about him turning into a fly than his relationship with um, fucking Gina Davis I don't care 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, like I wish the that whole... was, he was already in a, like an established relationship with her. Yeah. And then turned into the fly. And okay. then we got more like document, like and more like um more documentations of him like mutating and more uh like weird stuff like the uh what's it called? The vomit drop and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, right? Like so that that was my main thing. Mm-hmm. Was like just the the first bit, the pre-fly stuff, where he's just kind of prancing around. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Mr. Beard Man is kind of just like being a dick, and it's just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, get on with it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I'm just like an impatient millennial or whatever, but <laughs> that's that's how I felt. I I I can kind of see where you're coming from. Um, now I'm thinking of you as an impatient millennial. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Give me avocados. Sa- Houses are expensive. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel that if we didn't have that progressive love story to the film, there would be real no payoff or an, an heartbreak at the end of the film. I guess so. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, for me, this... I, I was watching it. Like, I was kind of writing notes while watching it. I've seen this movie so many times that... I don't. I didn't need to rewatch it, you know. Mm. I can basically say it line for line. Um, but I rewatched it, and I was writing notes, and I paused it for a second, and it's already an hour gone. I'm like, holy shit, this movie just flies by. Okay. No pun intended. <laughs> um, totally intended. <laughs> but okay, look, I my first viewing pleasure of this film mm. came when I was still living with my parents. I was a young child. Um, yeah. And it was. This is one of the movies that was frequently on cable. Uh, this okay. one, this one, and especially the Fly Two, the sequel to this movie, it was always on cable. So I, um, I always watched it okay. because of various moments in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm sure you can guess which ones. Mm. Um, and it was kind of. Uh, I, I, I never really remembered the start. Of the movie, I always remembered the grotesque fly parts of the movie. That that's what like stuck with me later, when, yeah. when I was trying. To, even when I'm trying to think about it for now, I'm like, the only reason I'm remembering anything is because of my notes. <laughs> but wow, I just, really? I just remember like, I just remember post fly stuff. Once he, once he, uh, mm-hmm. once he ports himself, even, even when he's like not a fly yet, like when he's just like super. Jumpy Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was like, I can do gymnastics now. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell me exactly where did you start to really get hooked into the movie? Oh, just that that bit. Just as soon as he as soon as soon he transported and wasn't like scientist Goldblum anymore. Okay. And now, just like, the effects are just so fucking good. Yeah. I, 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 th- I thought that you'd be interested in with the effects. Yeah. Do you, I always say that okay we're going completely off the rail here Sorry. but I always say that this movie is almost on par effects wise with American Wealth in London and The Thing would you agree? Uh, thing yes uh, but I haven't seen Werewolf <gasps> oh, blasphemy I, I haven't really seen any werewolf movies I don't have, oh my god not even the quintessential werewolf movie Okay, well, if, if you Team want to do... Michael J. Fox. Okay. 
It's fine. Just don't bother Wolf watching. Two. Fuck Teen Back Wolf 2. Oh, my God. It's the same fucking movie. Just different actors. <laughs> I didn't know this pissed you off, so I'm happy. No, oh. it didn't. doesn't piss me <laughs> off. I watched it for the first time last October, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm watching the exact same movie. This is crazy. Okay. But anyway. Um, yeah, so... Now, where were we? Okay, let's just talk, talk about the effects. Yes. Because there is one thing I noticed about this movie, this viewing time, mm. and that's the the kind of suit that Jeff Goldblum wears when he's almost full fly. Yeah. It, it I'm not going to say it's bad, it's dated. You can tell, the you can see the rubber inside of it. It's very padded. Yeah, yeah, right? Um... So it kind of took me out this time. I've never really noticed it before, but this time viewing, I was like, uh, I can see the rubber cr- like creasing and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that that just comes with practical effects, I guess. Well, it's that, and it's also like this movie is over 30 years old. Yeah. So it's a lot of dating issues. Mm. Um, so I, I can't really nitpick that or anything like that, but it did took me out. And I noticed that he was wearing that suit for a, a lot of the time like you he, he he transformed with the fire and then he kind of did his gymnastics where he started seeing the good side of the effects of the fly mm. and then he started realizing that it's the bad shit and and he's going down this rabbit hole of oh no this is bad becoming less and, human yeah and it kind of like disintegrates pretty quickly yeah and then we get to that part where he's in that suit and that's kind of the majority of his fly stasis for a while well, I Until guess it's so ending. thick and patty because um, he was essentially a human maggot, right? That's a good point. I never even thought of that. Because it's like his his actual transformation into the fly isn't really yeah. till the last, like, five minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, where he starts ripping off his, like, human skin and flesh and stuff. Um, God, they say flesh a lot. That was one of my notes. <laughs> Watch, wait till you see Videodrome Okay <laughs> I was like Was it this? Yeah Yeah it was this Where I'm like They say flesh too much <laughs> It was one of my notes Oh man um, now, I'm, now I want you to see Videodrome Okay I'll watch it oh. You just fucking make an episode for it Um <laughs> Yeah man So it wasn't until he like He comes out of that Larvae maggot stage Yeah Where he becomes the real fly I wanted to see more of that. Yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from. Um, you do, you do see more of that stage of the fly in the fly two. I want to say the fly two, but I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's hard to find. But um, on a side note, the fly two is is about his son. Mm. Uh, I actually really, really like it. I think it's great. Uh, it's not as good as this one, in my opinion. Uh, you might. Uh, I've, I've sort of seen a breakdown of it. It's not the same as watching it, of course, but yeah, no. Uh, and it looks pretty interesting. I want to check it out. Um, it, but yeah, like you do, you do get that more of the fly action in the mm. fly too. But I see where you're coming from. It is kind of a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, like I'm not saying it was disappointing or anything because it's still like a really, really good movie. And I'd totally yeah. watch it again. I just wanted a little bit. I, I because I liked it so much. I wanted more of it. Yeah, I get you. Um, and less of 
Just him playing the fucking piano and shit. I'm like, it's so, not piano time. <laughs> so what I'm gathering is you didn't like any of the love story side of it. That's fine. It just felt forced. Really? Well, because I couldn't... Because I didn't know whether mm-hmm. Gina Davis was in it because she was actually, like, interested in him. Because she seemed mm-hmm. really cold when, like, he brought her back to the apartment and stuff. Which, by the way, if you're a girl, don't do that. Don't just go back to his... I'm like, this is super rapey so far. It's 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 the 80s. Things were safer back then. <laughs> I was like, don't go to his weird apartment. He's like hanging out near the door with that giant... I'm like, I'm like, what's going to happen to Tim Davis? <laughs> um, oh yeah, that's like literally one of my, <laughs> one of my notes. It's like, is Gina Davis about to get raped? <laughs> Yeah, the funny thing is, I kind of thought that as well. I thought, man, imagine if this was made, like, nowadays. People would yeah, have an just uproar like, about that. Not an uproar, but, like, I'm, like, just, like, unsafe. Unsafe. What are you doing? <laughs> and then he, like, he gets all, like, aggressive with the, like, no, you can't make a story out of it. And she made it really clear that she was only there to get the story. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's in love with him, like, a couple of days later. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? that's that's why I felt yeah. it was like a bit forced. Okay, you make you make a good point now right, that yeah. now that you mentioned. I don't it. mean to wreck your movie. <laughs> no, no, you won't wreck it. I still I still highly enjoy this movie. I love it, but also there I must see have been where you're some, coming from. There must have been some feet shots because I wrote, did Tarantino direct this? <laughs> must have been some feet stuff somewhere. The funny thing is about Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. Mm. Um, at the time of this filming, they were dating. Oh, well, that's weird. I, yeah, I can't see them together. Well, they were married. Really? Yeah, they married like a couple of years after this came out. I didn't know. I Because I did not feel chemistry with them. Really? At all. But can you really imagine Jeff Goldblum as a partner? Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Did, I was researching facts about Jeff Goldblum, yeah. and I found out uh, that he had his first child at the age of 62, and the mother of the child is 32. Nice. Go Goldblums. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I can't really see him in a relationship. No. He also, he also I can't remember if he married or dated the girl from Jurassic Park, the, um, uh, Laura, the scientist. Laura Dern? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was romantically involved with her. I can't remember if they were married or dating. But See, yeah. I I saw more chemistry with those two than I did with Gina and Jeff. With the characters, anyway. Oh, anyway. I don't think we got, got enough... <laughs> this is yeah. going to contradict what you said. I, I don't know. think we got enough romance um, from Gina Davis and, and Jeff Goldblum to see chemistry, in yeah. my opinion. All right. So maybe that were, maybe that's adding to my point anyway, where yeah. it's like I felt it was unnecessary. Yeah, uh, like I would have liked if they were. Here's how I would have improved it, because yeah. I'm way better than Cronenberg <laughs> at writing. Um, yeah, I would have just had them already in a relationship, and then it'd yeah. been going on for a few years, and then I could understand why it's a bit stale. He still loves her, but they're just not all over each other and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get you. I get you. That's pretty cool, actually. And then, like, I don't know. Maybe you can have the the dude, the the ex boss dude, come back, 
later. Mm-hmm. Like, he can still be there. It doesn't have to be... He just breaks into a fucking house. She almost gets raped so much in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, poor Cheetah Davis. She's having a bad day. <laughs> the fu- Okay, here's, the, here's a question for you. Yeah. Who's the villain in this movie? Um, yeah. Because he... It sets up Mr. Beardman as... Mm-hmm. As the villain. As the villain, and then he kind of saves her at the end. Yeah. And, like, throws his life down for her. And I'm like... That's right. But you made me hate him at the start. (laughs) Yeah. Movie, what you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you you put him as, like, this weird, creepy, cold dude who, like, follows her into jacket stores. Mm Mm-hmm. And is like... Yeah. (laughs) Like... And... And really creepy, like, yeah. let's, asking her straight out, let's have sex. Yeah. Just fun <laughs> sex, just sexy fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, what else did I write down? <laughs> I wrote down Poetry of the Steak, because I thought that was hilarious. What did you, you write down, sorry? Poetry of the Steak. Poetry of the Steak. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum says it at one point. Where? Um, oh, okay. Uh, when they put the steak through the machine. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it's got to float. you got to understand the poetry of the steak and shit. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? And I want to show him it. He... <laughs> he says a lot of strange, weird dialogue in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it is science's lingo. And if I can't understand it, that means it's probably good and smart. <laughs> So I'm going to give that an A+. Plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um, so the first thing that really happened that's, like, good... Mm-hmm. Is the, is the monkey part. Yeah. Where the monkey <laughs> turns like, to... But I was also just, like... I'm not, I'm not turning this movie apart. I'm going to give it a high score at the end, just so you know. Like, I'm not... You give it whatever you deserve. I'm not, rip, you think I'm not trying to rip shreds off it. But where the fuck was he keeping these monkeys? That I had that same <laughs> note. I'm like, where does he get the baboons from? I'm like, I ain't seeing bananas everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And like, are they cages look, or some shit? <laughs> I'd understand. Like, okay, yes. He said that at the start of the movie, the state was funding him. But like, <laughs> where's the state getting the baboons? <laughs> I don't know. It's not like... It's not like you can just go to the bush and go, here, baboon. Yeah, it's not even like a local thing where it's like... Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd think you'd think like a rabbit or a guinea pig yeah, would so be something a better I, choice. I, I get that he wanted something a little bit bigger so he could do the effect a little bit bigger. And it looked cool when it's like trying to breathe. But you could have done the same thing with a dog or something. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, you would have probably hated him if you inside out at a dog. but um, I, I, I wouldn't, but a lot of people would. I would have. And John Wick bursts in, <laughs> fucking fly kicks him in the face. Um, but fly kick, huh. uh, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> but yeah, I was just uh, that was cool. It looked really cool, made no sense. Yeah. And then the other, but the other baboon goes through, and he's fine. So, yeah, because so he, he, worked so he out did the it. He, he essentially worked it out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they just forget that that's a thing. He's only using it to combine shit. Yes. Because I'm like, uh, yeah. you have a working teleporter now. Do something with it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't know. But I think I think he realised that he's got more on his plate than what he expected. Yeah, like sugary so donuts thinking, with vomit drops. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's probably thinking, hey, this is this can be used for two different things. Yeah. Um, there is a deleted scene. I was watching last night some of the deleted scenes um, of when he is kind of almost full fly. He's testing around with these uh, pods and he puts in one capsule a cat and one, the other one a baboon. Mm. And obviously they fuse together. It's it's a horrible mess and it attacks him. And he goes to belt it to death with a pipe. Yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, it was. It was a cool... Eh, yes and no. Okay. The problem is, apparently this screened at the some Toronto Film Festival or something like that, for screeners or something like that. Yeah. And people hated it. because too much. Can, well, I can kind of see where they come from. And... Oh, actually, not really, but it's fucking animal lovers. Um, they they <laughs> they saw him beating an animal to death, and then they kind of didn't care about him. They're like, ah, oh, he can burn so, in hell. So did they not give a shit about the monkey? It, well, yeah, that's a good point. He inside out a monkey. No, because I don't think he meant for that to happen. Oh, whereas like he's trying to put this together, the thing, and then when it's crazy, he kills it. And yeah, it's all his fault, sort of thing. Okay. All right. Pretty much, I can I can I can see that, and yeah, the general public is dumb, but um, <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. More of that, more of that. <laughs> That's what I'll go into trivia later, and there are a few other scenes that they didn't even they they planned on writing, and one of them was really cool. I wish they did, but I'll get into that a bit later. Sure. Um, another thing I noticed that uh, I, I kind of had an inkling while watching it. But I confirmed it while reading trivia. Sure. Is the film is a cultural metaphor for AIDS. Is it? Yeah. So I Cronenberg... I that up. Go on. Yeah. Cronenberg um, said he originally intended the film to be um, more general analogy for disease itself. Terminal conditions like cancer and more specifically the aging process. Oh, okay. So when you think about it, it makes sense. It's kind yeah. of cool that they did that. Hmm. I like when films have a hidden metaphor. Yeah. It makes me seem smart. It does. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, see if I had any more actual points in my notes here. <laughs> I've got, she needs more friends other than the beard man. Yeah. Apparently he's, like, her only friend. Yeah. Um, well, they used, to, they used to date, so. Oh, the maggot abortion dream. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. <laughs> There were a few dream sequences in this movie, I noticed. Mm. How are you with dream sequences? Um, I don't mind as long as they're short and they get, like... I had a big tricky dream sequence where it was all a dream. Yeah, okay. So I the whole movie... Shit, you can have a little one. You can have a little one where it's like, ah, oh, it's like uh, visualizing their fears. Yeah. So what about in Jaws of Revenge when there's about five of them? I, I don't... <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen Jaws of Revenge. Well, I'm going to make you watch it. <laughs> Alright, I'll watch it again. Uh, uh, Alright. Yeah, not sure. Yeah. Alright, well, do you have anything more to add about The Fly before we rate and review it? I've <laughs> got one note at the end was I was like, what do you tell the cops at this point? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, right at yeah. the end. What are, you, what are you like, well, <laughs> he's got these pods and he went in with <laughs> a fly and then he turned to a fly and then he dissolved this guy and this guy's dead and then I'm pregnant with this baby, and it could be a fly, and now he's a big fly. But he's also <laughs> dead. How'd they kill him? Well, I mean... Oh, they made him in the machine. Yes. He, he, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, he transported himself and fused himself with the machine. That's how he got to Yeah, I mean, there's two of them to tell the story of what happened. And there's the evidence of him. <laughs> just be a funny, like, copy in there with his little fucking note. Eh. It's just funny <laughs> in my head. <laughs> Alright, well, let's give our final thoughts and a score out of 10 for the fly. Sure. Uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I guess I should go first. Okay. The dummy goes first. Okay. Do do you score first or explain? Whatever you want, score? man. Okay. Um, look, I'll, I'll probably give it like honestly. I kind of agree with IMDb, where it's like a seven point five. Oh shit! Probably more. Actually, more of an eight. It just got really. It's very lasting. It's got like really cool special effects. I love the whole idea. Um. Most of the writing was pretty good, but it's just got a few uh, kind of big holes in it. And and just the start of it was really just a bit too slow for me. Yeah. Um, but I, un- I understand what you're I would totally watch it again and probably just skip mm-hmm. through that stuff. Because it, it's <laughs> just, it's worth watching it. The effects are cool. The gore's cool. It's such a cool idea. It's such a good, um, like, we'll talk about it more in a second, but like taking the idea of the original and then making it a completely different thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that too. I like Goldblum. I like Gina Davis. Hey, even mm-hmm. Mr. Beardman, as confusing <laughs> as his character was, he did not yeah. right job too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it 7.5 or an 8, somewhere around there. Okay, I'm going to write you down for an 8. Okay. <laughs> uh, for me, this one's a 9. I, I love this movie I have ever since I saw it for the first time. I think effects-wise, it's incredible. The acting is great. There was a little note. Sometimes when Gina Davis cries, it was a bit like, <laughs> I don't believe you, you know? So, yeah, it was a bit over the top. Yeah. But beyond that, the acting, like, Jeff Goldblum is, he's, I reckon he's a really, really good actor. Mm. Um, and, and most of the cast in this movie were great. Um everything uh, technicality wise I think this movie is really really good I find it entertaining as fuck from start to finish yeah um, so for me it's 9 out of 10 it's at one point I had it as a 10 nice. but there were a few things last night where I watched it that I was like oh, I just can't <laughs> I can, you know I can honestly say it like it's it's definitely a classic and I think everybody who yeah. likes body horror stuff needs to watch it um, yeah because well, it's just He's just so good at it. The thing is, in my opinion, uh, this and The Thing are probably the best remakes ever made. Okay. And most people forget that they're remakes because they're so good. Mm. Like you, I talking to you last night, you didn't even know it was a remake. No, I didn't know The Thing was, no. Yeah, yeah, so... Because um, didn't I, they I think, remake it again? What, The Thing or The Fly? The Thing. No, you're talking about the one from 2011? Yeah. Like, wasn't there another that, thing? No, that's... It's, it's very strange. Uh, it's... It's a sequel slash prequel. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's kind of strange. Uh, through the movie, you, you... While you're watching it, through the movie, you're thinking that it's a sequel to mm. the 1982 thing. And then at the end, you realise that it's actually a prequel. Oh, the old switcheroo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually highly enjoy it, but okay, I just haven't seen it. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that's the fly from 1986. Sure. Let's just dive quickly, and we won't spend too much time, but okay. the original fly from 1958. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you... What were your thoughts going into the movie? Like, did you know anything about the movie? Nope. I, I was curious to see if it was like a shot-by-shot kind of remake thing. Yeah. And yeah. how the fuck they'd pull that off in the 50s. Um... <laughs> But then just Vincent Price started talking, and then I was just like, okay, Mr. Price, you just keep talking. <laughs> he's there. His voice is mesmerizing, it's right? so good. I'm just so, like, keep explaining things, Vincent. <laughs> so, okay, I only knew kind of what happened in the original because of The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where, you remember that part, like, mm-hmm. Bart turns into the fly and he messes with... Um, and- Vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> that was uh, that was kind well, of how I knew about the, the that's, original. That's sort of what I thought was going to happen here. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because I thought <laughs> I thought that fly was this fly. Um, it's yeah. It's funny how different they are. Different the two films are. Yeah, completely. Because they're already in a relationship in this yes. one with yes. a kid already. So there's no pregnancy thing. And then, um, it, this one again takes a little bit to get going, but it does, Mm -hmm. it felt like it got there faster than the other one did. Um, and, uh, yeah, this one felt like it had way more lines in it than (laughs) the other one. It was just a lot more talking and stuff than actual action. Definitely, definitely. I think that comes down to lack of lack. Yeah, well, that's it. Lack of effects and all that stuff. Um, I found that they kind of focused on the finding the fly a bit too much. It was a lot of like finding the fly. And yeah, fainting when yeah. they thought the fly was dead and all that stuff. And exactly how it had a white head. And then every time they showed you the fly. The, the fly that they were looking for, it was just a fly that they fucking painted. <laughs> yeah, so I had right. no idea about the reveal at the end when they zoomed in, because I thought it was just it was just a specially marked fly. Well, okay, kudos to them. They painted a fucking fly. That'd be, that's no easy task. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably not. Maybe they just did it in post. They painted every cell. Yeah, maybe. I don't think they had effects back then. <laughs> yeah, true. Um... um Yes. Uh, I thought... <laughs> I don't know, the, the transformation didn't really make as much sense. That it was just like his arm and his head. <laughs> I don't uh, understand. Really? I, I kind of th- thought it made more sense. Yeah? I don't know. Yeah, because they fused the two things together. Mm. That's how I would have thought it would be done. Um, I can see it being done either way, either movie. Also, just here's a question. Right? Yeah. So, the doctor's brain and head and arm was part of the fly. <laughs> right? Enough where he could speak and be like, help me. And he's also yes. a dumb dumb, got caught in a spider's web. Idiot. Yeah. They're way bigger <laughs> when you're a fly. Oh my god. <laughs> Stay inside, fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but other than that, so, how was he still... Also, the fly, the human fly version of him. You got me. I never even thought of that. Because <laughs> it's like I think, but but 
when he when he was like uh, the man fly, like the full grown man with the fly head, yeah. he uh, his mind his mind started to slowly go. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe he still had. I don't know. A little bit of humanity <laughs> kinda, left. Yeah, you kind of got me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that was but my what? that was my big question. But um, why why does the fly want to kill her? I don't like, I don't I don't know why flies get all murdery. Yeah, do flies actually want to kill in us? In the remake too, I'm like, are they trying to? If given the chance, are the flies trying to murder us? Yeah. Maybe that's why they land on us. Maybe they're like, I'll fucking kill you if I could. <laughs> yeah, maybe they got little knives and they're trying to stab us. And they're like, yeah, that's mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, true. Maybe mosquitoes are trying to kill us as well. Yeah. Either way, um, what did you think about the ending of this movie? With the with the whole, help me, help me. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I, hilarious thought, I thought it was yes. a cool twist. I didn't see it coming. Need, what him dying? Uh, oh, just that part. I, I just meant like well, okay. the whole him being a tiny fly man. Oh, okay. Thing was hilarious. <laughs> just yeah. throws the brick at him. And he's like, nah, he's dead. <laughs> I thought the whole time, like the spider's coming closer to him, closer to him. They're kind of drawing I'm like, it out. Oh, he's gonna smush the spider. Yeah. Well, I thought, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna grab him or something like that. Yeah. But no, they throw a brick on both the spider and the fly. Yeah. Um, but I love how like he convinces him that he he's a, he's a murderer as well. Yeah, and he's like, all right, well, look, they're both. You're a murderer. She's a murderer. Let's call the whole yeah. thing off. Like, let's <laughs> not worry about it. <laughs> everyone's a murderer. Yeah, yeah look, good. everyone's a murderer. Let's just go have some like pie and cigarettes or whatever you did in the future. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, okay. What would you give the fly out of ten? The, the fly out of ten. Um, I, I think cause I was taking into account that it's a fifties movie Mm -hmm. and trying to like put myself back then. I, I think I also give this one an eight. Nice. I think it's good. I think it's really good. Like I like Vincent Price. Uh, like it was mainly a chick focused movie. Yeah. Really? It It was was mainly about, um, uh, the wife whose name I just can't fucking remember right now. Neither can I. <laughs> um, but yeah, she just seemed... What a good wife. What a sport. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. She's right or die, man. No, no. I, I, I don't think Joyce would be like that. No, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, she fucking pressed him. He's like, yeah. you gotta fucking press me. And she fucking did it. <laughs> you know? Baller. Um, I'm also gonna come in with an eight. I, just, I think I just want to ride Vincent's mustache, but that's <laughs> okay. That's strange. Um, yeah, I'm also coming with an eight for the fly from 1958. I I went into it kind of expecting a black and white kind of dodgy film. Yeah, but for one, this was in coloured, mm. um, and I kind of enjoyed myself watching it. I was kind of hooked the whole time, and and the twist at the end was like blew me away a little I, bit so. yeah I've I've seen worse 50s horror movies fucking you know, oath so do you know what I mean yeah. so like this was this was pretty entertaining the whole way through yeah the, the yeah. worst thing about it to me was the kid the kid <laughs> it's just annoying <laughs> yeah I was like but fuck off all kids are annoying yeah true. trust me I know I know I know <laughs> Alright, well, that is our talk on The Fly okay, here's the thing should yeah. you would you recommend people check out The Fly? Either of them. 
Um, I think if you're a movie buff, both. Yep. Like if you really like old, because uh, sometimes fifties movies are just lost on people. Yeah. Oh, um, I but I, I definitely think both have their merits in seeing. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish I saw it earlier, so I got a little bit more attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like if I saw this when I was a kid, I would have been like, "It's fucking so cool." <laughs> um, like me. Yeah, like you, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that was your voice. Um, yeah. thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I think just uh, I was just looking for holes, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> I found okay. To Stop looking for holes. I can't help it. <laughs> it's what us boys do. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah. Alright, um, I I say the Cronenberg Fly, the remake of the Fly, is definitely worth a watch. Definitely. I, yeah, I think it's a classic. Yeah, oh, shit, yeah. I think both of them are. Yeah. Uh, the 1958 classic, uh, if you are if you are a fan of 50s sci-fi horror, big monster type films, yeah. then I would say give this a go. Are if they- you do not care for older films, then pass it. Yeah. It's it, they just got a different vibe about them, but if you're yeah. if you're into that vibe, this is an awesome '50s horror movie. And like the Definitely. goriest thing is probably the uh, the press at the start, where you see it with all the blood and stuff. Yeah. Yep, you're um, right. You are correct. But yeah, I've got to like wrap my head around watching horror movies when they don't have gore, <laughs> and, like letting them still be scary. Gore isn't scary, Luffy. I know it's just fun. <laughs> Alright, I'll give you a gory movie next time. Okay. Horror movie trivia. Alright, trivia for The Fly from 1986. In a 1987 interview on Sinister Image, Vincent Price revealed that when this remake was released, star Jeff Goldwyn wrote him a letter saying, I hope you liked it as much as I liked yours. Prince was touched by the letter. Sorry, sorry. Price was touched by the letter. He composed a reply and went to see the film, which he described as wonderful right up to a certain point. It went a little too far. <laughs> um, this, okay, I've got, here's something interesting. Originally a project for Tim Burton to direct. Huh. H- how would you feel about that? Like a super gothy fly? Yeah, like if Tim uh, Tim Burton directed this. Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I probably would have turned into like more of a monster movie than it did. I, I feel like it I, wouldn't have been as gross. Yeah. And I don't like it. Mm. And I, I, I feel like there would have been even more romance and stuff and really definitely, built it into that. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Tim Burton directing The Fly. No, I, yeah, I don't think it would have been as good. Uh, it took nearly five hours to apply the most extensive makeup stages to actor Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Imagine sitting there for five hours, though. Yeah, <clears throat> fuck that. Nah. Uh, while working at Fox, it was Scott Rudin's suggestion to Stuart Cornfield that they hire David Cronenberg as the director. Cornfield agreed, and after Mel Brooks, who, had, um, who was one of the producers of this movie, by the way, um, had written... Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I forgot to mention that. Nice. Uh, Mel Brooks had written an eloquent letter to the bosses at Fox. They agreed um, and asked Cronenberg to come on. Cronenberg's asking salary at the time was $750,000. Uh, 
Brooks, Cornfield, and Fox countered with an offer of a million dollars, which sealed the deal. <laughs> wow. How fucking cool is that? It's Saying, like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, it for seven fifty, and they're like, Will you do it for a million? It's like I will I was already gonna do it for seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, and the last bit I got here um, is something interesting. An early treatment for a sequel written by Tim Lucas involved Veronica Queef <laughs> dealing with the evils of the Bartok company. Brundle's consciousness had... <laughs> I'm sorry, this one's... I cannot imagine this being a sequel. But okay, go on. I'll continue. Brundle's consciousness had somehow survived within the telepod computer. computer <laughs> and the Bartok scientists had enslaved him and were using him to, <laughs> to develop the system for cloning purposes. <clears throat> Brundle becomes able to communicate with Veronica through the computer and eventually takes control of Bartok's complex security systems to gruesomely attack the villains. Eventually, Veronica frees Brundle by conspiring with him to re... re reintegrate a non-contaminated version of his original body. Wow. David Cronenberg endorsed the concept at the time. Gina Davis was open open to doing a sequel, um, but eventually pulled out of doing The Fly 2 because the character was killed off in the opening scene, while Jeff Goldman was not, <clears throat> although he does do a cameo in The Fly 2. Okay. Uh, this treatment reflects that. However, a later treatment written by Jim Wheat and Ken Wheat was used for the basis for the final script. Written by Frank Darabont, Mick Garris. Um, he also wrote a treatment with elements incorporated into the final film. So how do you feel about that being a sequel? I just... It sounds like if they smushed together the fly and chopping more. Mm, yeah. Or like, yeah. um, De- not yeah, chopping more, right. but like, um... Oh, what's it called? Where the house takes over and kills people. The house takes over? You thinking about Monster House? <laughs> no. Uh, the animated movie? It's... Oh, man, my brain isn't working. But, like, the the house is all automated and it, like, falls in love. Uh, with, um... With, like, the, the family... The, the wife of the family living there. And then ends up killing... Um, people and stuff. Ah, oh, fuck. I, all I got is Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 they did do it in the Simpsons, but like. Yeah, and, I, and I'm struggling to remember right now. There was a book written, I think it was Dean Koontz. Um, maybe called Demon's League or something. I don't know. I can't remember, but there, there was something like that. <laughs> I know, I know where you're coming from. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so it's um, like a mix between that, where it's like someone's trapped in the computer sort of thing. So weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it play out. There was um before I wrap this one up. I didn't have it written here, but I remember reading that another deleted scene. I don't remember if they filmed it or if they did and deleted it. But mm. There was another scene when where Seth Brundle, like uh, he he it was at his time where he almost like turned to into the fly into the the fly where we saw him the most, mm. and he was in the bin down in the streets looking through something, and an old lady saw him. Um, oh no, sorry. That's right. When he was, this is the scene where he killed the baboon cat, and he was putting it in the bin, and the, an old lady apparently saw him, and the fly grabbed the old lady and vomited it in her face and yeah. started to eat, <laughs> eat, started to eat her. Oh wow! And then apparently had a uh, realization of consciousness and humanity, and and basically like freaked S- out. Stops eating the old lady halfway through. See, that would have been yeah. good too. I would have liked more of that. 
Yeah, that would have been great, but apparently it was too graphic. Like <laughs> him struggling with becoming the fly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Oh. Well. <laughs> but yes, that is it for trivia. Um, now with letterbox reviews. Hmm. Um, I've got a new little thing now called Letterbox Review. Do you know the app Letterboxd? Yes. Okay, roughly. so so it's it's basically an app like IMDb, but you can like um, record what movie you've been watching and write little reviews. It's basically Facebook for movie lovers. Yeah. But they have like a little review section, comment section, and some of the reviews in it are fucking hilarious. Okay. So I so I got some of the reviews here that I want to read out because they made me laugh and they'll probably make you laugh too. They're better. So this is my little segment called Letterboxd Reviews. Mumbles says, Peter Parker had it easy. I don't get that because Peter <laughs> Parker's a spider. Okay. Yeah, but like Peter Parker also didn't turn into like a weird mutated flesh melting. Okay. Think okay. he I just turned you. into the first part of Difficult Bloom where it's like good at gymnastics and shit. Yeah. Uh, Katie says, I want to fuck Jeff Goldblum so fucking hard. That's valid. I feel like all the girls like that. Yeah, man. Uh, Rudy says, mutated Jeff Goldblum could still get it. <laughs> Go, Rudy. You get it. Austin says, fuck. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That was good. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Groove Man <coughs> says, this could be a public service announcement on why you should never make important decisions while being under the influence of alcohol. This is true. Drunk Goldblum shouldn't have gotten the teleporter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Also, and he shouldn't have one... hit the vape on the way out. <laughs> and the last one I've got here is from Jay. He says... If you say Jeff Goldblum is daddy, but hesitate when someone brings up the fly, you ain't a real freak. <laughs> I don't know how your kid got on this website. Sorry, what? I said, I don't know how My your kid, kid got on this website. <laughs> uh, and that is it for Letterbox Reviews. I liked them. Okay. All right, well, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with a couple of uh, segments that you may remember. So... Stay tuned, and we'll be back after this short commercial break. Are you sick of never being able to have sex in your jacuzzi? Uh Uh-huh. Because the kids want to use a jacuzzi, and they won't give you time in your jacuzzi? Uh Uh-huh. Well, fear not, because Peter Finley's Jacuzzis has the answer. Yay! Not only will we give you an affordable-priced jacuzzi, we'll also give you a gram of heroin to give to the children so they keep away. Now, you can sit in the jacuzzi and have sex with your wife while your children are off being drug fucks. Okay! So come to Peter Finley's Jacuzzis and we'll help all your problems. Because a jacuzzi is fun when you're fucking her bum. So come to Peter Finley's and we'll help you come.
right, voices of the dam. That's right. We have opened up the phone lines again once more. Uh, we took the, the listener mail away for some stupid reason, but we are back. So if you ever want to contact us and tell us what you feel, please do and we'll read your mail online. We have a couple of people who got into contact with us and we thank all of you. The first one comes from Addison Heath. He writes, Just heard your Chocolate Strawberry Vanilla podcast. That's the uh, podcast I did about the movie Chocolate Strawberry Vanilla. Oh, great, that movie great movie. Ice cream? Uh, somewhat yes an ice cream man who has a crush on a celebrity and hmm. it, it kind of escalates from there why don't they just um, call it Neapolitan I don't know <laughs> sounds better chocolate strawberry vanilla anyway he wrote just heard your chocolate strawberry vanilla podcast thanks heaps for the kind words I wrote the film and I'm always stoked to see people still finding and enjoying the flick oh Cheers. sorry I mean it's a great title I actually genuinely love it. Okay, so I did the podcast on chocolate strawberry vanilla. Yeah. And th- this is just a blind buy that I saw. it. I, d- I did it on the Blockbuster Rejects mini episodes. Oh, okay. And I put it in and I fucking had the best time watching this movie. I really, really enjoyed it. It's kind of in the vein of like Greasy Strangler type thing. It's a weird... Oh, legit? Yeah, it's a weird, strange movie. Um, but I really, really enjoyed it. So And, and it's Aussie too. Where can you find it? Uh, look, I, I bought it on DVD, but I'm okay. sure you can... I, I did... F- if you listen to the Blockbuster Rejects episode, I do say where you can find it. I can't remember there now, though. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Because yeah, uh, it actually sounds quite interesting. I, I, I highly... I, I think I gave it a 9. I really enjoyed it. It is it is an indie film. Low-budget indie film, but really enjoyable. Uh, the next one who contacted us was a... Review, an iTunes review, an Apple podcast review. Okay. This one comes in from Worse Than the Devil. He gave us five stars and said, If Nancy doesn't wake up thinking about this podcast, she won't wake up at all. <laughs> Do you get that at all? No. It's from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Our, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. But thank you so much for um, Worse Than the Devil. You are now in the running to win a Horror for Dummies pack. Cool, uh, cool. Last one. It comes from our friend... Kevin Nez. He says, After listening to the latest episode of Horror for Dummies, I've decided to give this film another watch. Thanks for the recommendation. Uh, and he was talking about The Predator that we put up a couple weeks ago. The uh, was it, uh, OG Predator or the, or the remake No, one? no. I thought he was talking about the OG Predator, but no, he's talking about the 2018 one. Okay. Um, it was alright. Ne- Nez, no it wasn't, Goofy. It wasn't alright. It was alright. Nez, I never recommended you to watch the new Predator. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you were watching it. Uh, but that is it for Voices of the Damned. If you want to get in contact with us, you can at the Facebook page. Yes. Um, that's where we're most active. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just send us an email, uh, sorry, a messenger through that, and we'll read it on the air. Sure. All right, let's wrap this shit up with what horrors have you done? Okay. <laughs> What horrors have you done? Luffy, mm-hmm. have you watched, read, or listened to anything horror-related um, <coughs> recently? Uh, yeah, I have, actually. Okay. Uh, I've watched the first two episodes of that uh, Dracula show on Netflix. Ah, oh, Dracula, okay. I'm going to go through all the plot points in detail uh, now. 
Um, not really. Are you going to spoil anything? Yeah, I'm <laughs> spoil everything. No. I'm just going to go through it point by point. You know what? After this podcast has ended, I'm going to go watch the first episode. Because well, I've heard... I'll tell you what. Yeah. I will save my chats about it uh, for next week and we can talk about it then. Okay. Sounds like a deal. Because I'll, right, fin- so gonna- I'll finish it by then. There's only three episodes. They are like movie length. Yeah, I've seen that they go for an hour and a half. Um, um, but you can knock it out. I've heard that they're really good. What do you th- What do you say? I've enjoyed it so far. Okay. Oh, man. All right, I'm in. I love a good Dracula tale. Mm. Um, all right, I, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to get Yeah, no, I don't want to spoil it. That's, that's it. <laughs> I enjoyed it so far is my spoils. Beautiful. Um, uh, what else have I done? Oh, I've just been playing more of that. Um, Friday the 13th game on my Switch. Yeah, nice. Uh, the Friday the 13th puzzle, whatever. I don't That's know. right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you get it on your phone? I I didn't. I uh, kind of forgot about it uh, <laughs> once, we, once we got off. I'll get it, I'll get it now. It's um, fun. I locked a couple more chapters. So it's oh, been sweet. good. Uh, like every chapter you get like a new Jason you can pick from. Can you choose Baghead Jason? Yeah, he's there. Oh, I like Baghead. Um, so basically, if you don't know, uh, you can get it on your phone, you can get it on the Switch. I think you can get it on the computer and stuff too. What's uh, it called again? I will have to check it out. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I've forgotten. I'll look it up. That's okay. In the meantime, I'll talk to you about something I've watched recently. Yep. I, uh, was searching the, the waves of Amazon Prime Video the other day and came across a movie called Grizzly from 1976. Really? Um, yeah, I I love my Animal Attacks movies, mm. so I thought, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Um, it's about a grizzly bear, if you didn't pick up. Yeah. <laughs> a big bear. Uh, what I got here is basically the exact same story as Jaws, but with a grizzly bear. Okay. Um, and... So it, like, lives really in the a- water? No. <laughs> <laughs> they have a boat and the bear attacks the boat and eats the gas canister yes exactly no it's kind of basically the same you've got like the three people the main people who go out killing it you've got the disgruntled mayor who who's trying to look more for a profit than safety yep it's kind of the same thing the thing with this is Grizzly has a lot of kills <laughs> gonna need a bigger honey pot I hate you so much <laughs> You were just waiting for that, weren't <laughs> could you? It, could it please be a giant Winnie the Pooh horror movie? <laughs> and he like, he's just trying to hug people and then he kills them and then he's like, oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fuck. <laughs> oh, man, I would watch the shit out of that. I'm you're sorry. Gonna be, you're going to be giggling about that all night, aren't you? <laughs> just like bumps their heads up and shit. It's like, oh. <laughs> the gold po, you killed someone again, boo. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about this grizzly bear is they they say it's like a, 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 like a monster, like something from the Ice Age era. Yeah. But when you see it on camera, it's like... It's a regular-sized bear. Yeah, you don't look any bigger than normal. Is it, like, what? they're saying it's, like, 30 feet tall or something like that. Something ridiculous. So, I, I quite enjoy your animal horror movies. And yes. when you get on the cheaper end of things, you either have a weird, shitty puppet... 
<laughs> a CGI'd as fuck thing that looks like some child made it in After Effects. Yeah. Or they just splice in footage of nature docos and stuff. Like, where yes. they, they just splice in shots of a bear, which is filmed on a completely different camera and doesn't look anything else like anything of the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? The, the last one you said. It just where they sp- spliced, spliced in some bear okay, footage. So it's, actually, it's a bit of a mixture. So you got, like, bear footage. Yeah. And then you have, I think, what I saw is it's basically... It's basically a guy Thanks, James. wearing. <laughs> it's it's basically a guy wearing like um, bear paws <laughs> on his hands, like gloves, yeah. and just slapping the actor in the face. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's yeah, it's a mixture of those two things. Okay. It's not very good, whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> so not worth checking out. I gave it a five out of ten. I didn't enjoy my time with it really. Okay. Um, it was long, dragged out, nothing. Really, like the kills, the kills are kind of like a choppy editing mess. Okay, and then you see the aftermath of what the bear did, and it just looks like someone's dropped tomato sauce all over themselves. I'd love to watch a bear so, doing math. It's really struggling with some algebra and shit. Where did that come from? Aftermath. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yep. You got. Uh, I don't think I have anything else. I think that's pretty much it for horror stuff. Did you find out the name of the game? Oh, it is called Friday the 13th Killer Puzzle. And it is okay. on Nintendo Switch, Google Play, and the App Store, and on Steam. Mmm, okay. That sounds like fun. It is fun. It's a little, like, um, it's a little slidey game where you, like, um, mm-hmm. you basically slide him around a little grid... Yeah. And you've got to like slide him into people that you want to, you want to kill. And then you get like a little cute kill animation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's very cutesy horror. Cutesy. <laughs> yeah. Like what, well, once you see it, you'll kind of get it. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I saw pictures. So I know what you're talking about with the cutesy side. Mm. And like his, his little mum's head is in the corner. Oh, Like in the top left hand corner, her like, uh, decapitated head. And it gives you hints and stuff. <laughs> And she's like, these campers need to die and shit. Oh, fuck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cute. Uh, I like it a lot. I'm probably going <laughs> to keep playing it until I finish it. Uh, I'm going to come in with two more things. And they're not exactly horror, but I've heard a lot of horror podcasters talking about them. Joe. One of them is a movie from, and I don't recall where. Uh, I don't know if it's South Korea or Japan or hit China. Me, hit I'm me with a name. Sure. I'll find out. It is the movie called Parasite. Parasite. Have you heard about this movie at all? No, I haven't heard about this. I haven't seen this. Wow, okay. So this is doing absolutely nuts. 2019? In the, yes. In the Golden Globes awards section. Um, Korean. Korean? Okay. I fucking love Korean films. Um, They're going good. It, Korean films? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this The director, Bong Joon-ho. Sorry if I'm... Pronouncing, mispronouncing that he got best director for this movie oh wow at like best uh, was it best director or best international film I can't remember but it's also thriller film sounds good it's a mixture of so many different genres so basically okay the story is all unemployed a family takes peculiar interest in a wealthy and glamorous uh, parks for their livelihood until they get entangled in an unexpected incident mm-hmm. um 
it's a really fun and interesting movie. And it's it's one of those movies that I couldn't put down. You know, I, I needed to know what was going to happen next. Yeah. And the thriller side of the movie is, I don't want to give too much away, but nail biting, like, are they going to get caught? Are they not going to get caught? Okay. That's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give too much away. Dang, but there is people a, love this movie. People are saying it's like the best of the decade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I won't go that far. I really enjoyed it. I gave it, I think, I gave it an eight. Uh, this is my review I wrote on um, Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Parasite is a good film. Great even. I was hooked the entire runtime. The story is well told and the acting is decent, but I don't understand why people are calling it the best film of the decade. Yes, it's worth it, but don't go in expecting Citizen Kane. So that was my thoughts. Um, it is a really good film. If you like South Korean or, or sorry Korean cinema, this is definitely worth a watch. I think that you'd enjoy more, it. More of a North Korean cinema kind of guy. <laughs> uh, I think that you'd enjoy it. Is that my homework? No, I, it's only if you want to. Kind of. I kind of want to. I'll, I'll check it out if I remember. I think it's coming to cinemas soon for us. Okay. Um, I'm not too sure. You might have to acquire it off that. the internet. Um, possibly. Yeah, I'm not too sure. But if you can get your hands on it, I say it's worth a watch. Okay. So that's Parasite from 2019. I'll check, I'll check it on my brain list. Yeah. I'll let yeah. you know. Uh, the last thing that I want to talk about is not horror. Um but a lot of people have been talking about it and some people have been putting it in their best of horror lists. Mm. I don't really understand why, but that is the movie Joker. Um, okay. And I am not a superhero or like DC Marvel fan. Yeah, like boy, as shit. Yeah, I'm not as big as... for as... stupid nerds. <laughs> I won't say that because I am doing the Marvel films at the moment. You big um, stupid nerd. I am a big stupid nerd. But the way people were talking about this movie, it got me interested. And I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what all the fuss is about. Right. Have you seen The Joker? You're going to find out if they were serious or if they were just joking. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I saw okay. it when it fucking came out first week. Okay, so what did you think about it? I quite enjoyed it as a movie. It's not really a comic book movie. Yes. Um, it's like an homage to those like 70s, 80s um like taxi driver the comedian all those yeah. kind of movies kind of smushed together and it yep. just they happen to just sprinkle a little bit of dc lore in there <laughs> yeah um, you're right there but mainly it's just like uh, a taxi driver remake or a comedian re- like it's those two movies kind of smushed together um okay not comedian king of comedy i think it was called i don't know mm-hmm. whatever but yeah it's it's definitely an enjoyable movie. It fucking looks great. It's really well written. Joaquin does a killer job. He acts the fuck out of it. Um, yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it, but it is not a like comic book movie to me. Does that downgrade it for you? No, no, no. Okay, so you can put it aside as yeah, just a it just it feels like movie. an offshoot movie. I feel like the. I honestly feel like it would have been more interesting if it didn't have that stuff in it. Yeah. Like, it kind of takes me out of it. Because I would have been more interested in Arthur as a character, just being Arthur and not being Arthur the Joker. 
Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Because then I'm comparing him to all the other Jokers I've ever seen. Okay, so where would you rank him in Joker world? As a Joker? Yes. No, nowhere, because he's not, he's not like the clown prince of crime. Mm, he's okay. just a, a, a schizo-affected dude. He's not really running anything. He's not fighting Batman. He's not like um, <laughs> doing crimes. He's not... You know what I mean? Like... Yes. I mean, he's doing crimes, for sure. But he's <laughs> yeah. not... Um, I don't know. He doesn't have that... Um, gravitas that I feel like the Joker needs. Yeah. He's not this big, powerful uh, person in the room of, like, chaotic energy. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. He's kind I get of, what you're he's saying. Kind yeah, of he's just a sick little dude. Quiet and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's not, I get what you're saying. He's not owning it like yeah. like the Joker would in my head. Um, okay, so and, you and, don't... Until sort of the end a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I got a lot to say. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Um, what did you think? Look, everyone, I think I went in with too high expectations. Yeah, dude, everyone, everyone was just this movie's dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth, literally. Hmm. Um Everyone just, yeah, kept telling me how good this movie is and how it's, like, honestly one of the best movies ever. And I'll admit, like, thinking about it now, I was kind of invested for the most part. Mm. But then I was kind of thinking, when's something going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. I was I was going along with the ride and I was seeing his downfall. And everyone kept saying it's, like, a really emotional roller coaster ride. And I'm like, I'm not feeling emotional at all. I'm not really feeling anything for this guy. I I, I People were saying like they like started to cry during this movie, and I don't get that. I don't know if I did. Did you? Like when he was like the bullying scenes and all that stuff. That people were saying they felt bad for what's his name again? Sorry, uh, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. People were saying they felt bad for him. And like, I don't know why, but I for some reason I didn't really. Yeah. Um. I don't know because I was always trying to work out what was. Oh. How spoilery. <laughs> what? How spoilery are we getting? Uh, alright, alright. Spoil alert right now for Joker. Yeah. If you don't want to listen, just skip. Cause, I don't know, two, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. I Look, I'll be quick. But yeah. I was just trying to figure out what was real and what wasn't real. Because I got, I got the feeling early on that some of this wasn't real. Did you? Yeah. I didn't get that at all. Like, I wasn't sure. There was too many tonal shifts. And I thought either that's bad filmmaking or it's like... It's alluding to something later on. Yeah, like he always, like... He always puts himself in weird situations and imagines himself there. And I'm like, is he doing that in the real world too? Because he's sick and they don't really specify what he's sick with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was... Yeah. I'll admit when the the twist came, when he was he's realized that it wasn't real. Mm. I was like, uh, I kind of feel stupid now <laughs> for not realizing it sooner. I didn't pick that exactly. Like it, the twist still got me, but I, yeah. I just, I didn't, I wasn't sure it was real. Like even like on the, when he's on the Murray show, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, is this just another dream sequence or that? Cause I don't like that. 
Yeah, no, when when that Murray, Murray, <laughs> what that that show there, I knew he was going to do something. I knew he was going to kill him. Mm. Actually, no, no, I, 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 no, I did. I knew he was going to kill. He's, he's alluding to killing himself. Yeah, and I'm like, no, he's going to turn around and kill him. So I did predict that part. I'm not trying to big note myself or anything, but no, the other part involving a girl, yes. I did not pick up on that. Yeah. And I was kind of confused when he was sitting in her house and she's like, who are you? I'm like, you, you've been on dates with him. How don't you know who he is? Yeah. <laughs> don't get me Sorry. wrong. I, I enjoyed it overall. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely don't think it's this perfect fucking movie like everyone's talking about. Yeah. I, look, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I don't think it's a movie I'll return to. I might watch it again, but only because I watch a lot of comic book well, movies. Yeah, but you're you're a big fan of that character. Yeah, like I love the Joker, Where, so it's it's cool yeah. to see a different spin on it. But it, he doesn't really feel, I don't know, he doesn't have the essence of the Joker to me. Is Heath Ledger your favorite Joker? No. Who um, is Mark Hamill, animated series Joker? Ah, oh, okay. I mean, real life action. Um, yeah, probably Heath Ledger. As much yeah, I hate okay. to say it. <laughs> Why? Oh, that's right. You hate Lee I Ledger. I hate Heath Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, okay. So that's everything I've got to talk about. Sure. Um, do you have anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's wrap this episode up. Thank yep. you so much for listening. This has been Horror for Dummies. We thank everyone for spending your time with us on this episode. Yes. If you want to follow us, you can. We are live on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Letterboxd. Basically, you can find us anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and please give us a five-star review if you want to be entered into the Horror for Dummies prize pack. That will be drawing on May 1st. Uh, we are on Spotify, um, Podbean, all those cool places. You can pretty much find us anywhere. Nice. Um, and please do. So, until next time... Oh, next week. What are we doing next week? That's uh, right. I'm not sure. I remember what we're doing. I didn't. <laughs> well, we're going to be we're gonna be discussing this year, 2020, and the films that are coming out to us. Horror films, of course. Yes. Uh, so, we're going to be discussing what we think will be great, what we think will suck, uh, and everything in between. Oh, so, so we're going to do, like, predictions. Yeah. Okay, that's that'll cool. be fun. Yes, and then, and then, like, at the end of the year, we can come back to that episode and be like, haha, we were right, we were wrong. So, not listening to Horror for Dummies. <laughs> Fine, fuck yeah. All right, well, this has been <laughs> this has been it for Horror for Dummies. Luffy, say goodbye. Bye. Dip! For a white guy Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis You know it's kind of hard just to get along today Our subject isn't cool, but he thinks it anyway He may not have a clue and he may not have style But everything he lacks, well he makes up in denial so
sem conceito.